Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome back to Season 4 of Convert Central Here in Convert Central, we bridge the gap between Muslims from all backgrounds in Singapore regardless of whether you are converts, born Muslim or prospective Muslim Our podcasts are uploaded on Mondays and Fridays and our community events are held every month Be sure to join us whenever you can and let us know how we can do better on our social media platforms like Instagram or TikTok Recommend any of your convert friends to us so that they can share their stories via the forms you can find on our Instagram bio. So from all of us to you, we pray that this new season is enjoyable and beneficial. Welcome back to Commerce Central. So Alhamdulillah, right now we are gonna we are ending our series uh, about Ikrat Reflections and we're coming to our next series which is our Ramadan series where we talk about my first Ramadan for many of us converts and also some bomb Muslims and Asatizas in our community. So... Um, you know, the reason why we've actually planned our series as such, right, we're going to talk about Ikrat Reflections in the second half of March. And then after that, go into our first Ramadan experiences because Ramadan is a time for us to start. For a lot of Muslims start practicing Islam or start getting closer to Islam, regardless of wherever they are, they are, they are you know, their level of practices uh, in the month of Ramadan itself. So point for a lot of converts where we start is actually the Quran also. So Ramadan being the month of the Quran, we really wanted to get, you know, uh, the reflections of some of our converts on their journey to learn the Quran. As you all know, uh, when we come into Islam, after we become adults, most of us, even some born Muslims as well, they return to Islam after reaching adulthood. It is slightly more difficult to learn the Quran. It is slightly more difficult to pick up a new language. And, some, you know, we, we are only actually expected to uh, recite the Quran but even recitation itself is, is pretty difficult you know when we reach adulthood not to mention understanding the Quran which is on another level so understandably um, a lot of us are afraid that you know of the hard work that comes to uh, learn how to recite the Quran of how much time you have to dedicate in and this is a series to answer all of your doubts to give you some assurance that inshallah you will get there when you start and inshallah to get some experience from our guest speakers so thus far we've had Sis Lydia, uh, Sis Aisha, who, uh, who came onto the podcast to share about the experience. And today, uh, we have Sis Michelle, uh, who is not a stranger to Commerce Central. Last year, she was featured in our podcast, also in our Ramadan series, where she shared her favorite to us. So I'm very happy to welcome her back this year to talk about her Ikrat Reflections. So prior to recording this podcast, we also talked about her journey with the Quran. And indeed, it's a very interesting journey. So perhaps I could just get Sis Michelle to start to share. Uh, maybe for you, when did you start reading the Quran and how was your journey like? Assalamu alaikum, Brother Kevin. I'm happy to be here. Uh, yes, so uh, the Quran, I, I mean Arabic, I started to learn even before I converted. Because uh, that time when I was... Uh, I haven't converted yet, but I have like three or four classes per week in, in convert. I, I mean, in, in Darul Arkham that time. So even my friends were saying, why don't you just live in Darul? Like spend so much time there. So uh, even before converting, I was already very, very interested in the Quran. I was studying Ikra, Akiar, so like module one, two, three. So uh, some of the things that I find uh, having a bit of difficulty for me uh, learning the Quran, I mean, learning Arabic in general, is because the alphabets are very different from what we commonly use, like English alphabet, right? So the forms are different. And then there are sounds that we never use in English or for me in Tagalog. So those sounds you also have to learn. At the same time, the flow of the alphabet of, of the reading is from 
right to left. So that also took some time for me to adjust. Alhamdulillah. Uh, for you, you mentioned earlier that you took about nine months to learn the Quran, right? About nine months to convert. But mm. uh, even after converting, uh, I the, the Arabic language has been like something that is really, right. really challenging for me. Right. Uh, not like any other language, like if you study French, it will be written in, in, in English alphabet, so you can still read it easily. But uh, Arabic has been really challenging, especially for me, who was not uh, converted at a very young age. So it has been quite a challenge for me. It took me, I think, longer than maybe two years before I can re fully read uh, sentences quite uh, okay. Mm -hmm. I see. And uh, so it took almost two years for you, subhanAllah. Yes. Uh, just wanted to check, like, at, at, well, for these two years, it's a, it's a long two years, right? Long journey to learn how to reset the Quran properly. And even till today, we are also learning and refreshing our, you know, capability in reading the Quran. Sometimes we forget a particular tajwid we have, we have to check back with our teachers. But in that two years when you're learning, I'm sure, like, for all of us, when you start, it's difficult, like, when you get the hurus wrong again and again, the timing's wrong again and again, you know, uh, and sometimes you have covered the particular ruling already, but we, we forget again and again and again. Uh, did you feel like giving up in, 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 the, in, in the two years span? Like, did you feel like at any point of time, like, it was too difficult to continue? For me, uh, there were frustrating times because, mm. like, um, it, it's quite difficult, but uh, for me, I, I never really... Uh, felt like giving up because like every Ramadan, I would have that urgent need to read the Quran. So during those first two years, uh, I was reading the Quran in English only because it's very difficult for me to read Arabic. So after that two, second year, I tried to read a little bit of Arabic and then uh, mostly English. And then the next year, then I tried to read as much uh, Arabic before uh, every night. So when, the, when, when Ramadan comes in, I can read slowly, slowly, but I still cannot finish uh, uh, the full juice in one day until uh, last year, which is my sixth Ramadan, I finally managed to cut down the Quran. So that took me six years. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Uh, I think for, for many of us, we, we really bear the same experience as you, right? Like, uh, at first, it's really so difficult and we are more comfortable in reading the Quran in English than in Arabic, right? And uh, it's really a long journey to recite the Quran in, in a way where most born Muslims who have been learning the Quran since birth, uh, the, the way they recite it quickly and fluently, right? Um, yes. And definitely there are times where it gets, it gets pretty dry. Definitely there are times where it gets slightly more difficult because of the challenges that we face. But I'm happy, you know, that a lot of people that we, we speak to, they also mention that it gets tough, but they, they never ever give up, you know. Sometimes it gets tough and they, they, they might take a break, you know. But they, we always come back to the Quran because the Quran is the primary source of revelation for, for Islam, you know, for the Prophet as well. And just as a selection of language, right, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a choice to select the Arabic language, which uh, shows how beautiful and important the learning of the Arabic language is as well. So, you know, it's not by chance that the Quran is reviewed in Arabic language. It's, it's by choice and it's by the perfect wisdom of God that, you know, we are reciting an Arabic Quran. So, uh, indeed, uh, it, it gets difficult. But I think just as a question to you as well, it was all worth it, right? The, 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 all the hard work, uh, all the uh, challenges. Uh, 
Like yeah. uh, every time uh, I read the Quran, uh, because uh, even now every day I, I join the group that reads the Quran uh, one page per day. So, I mean, I've already got on the Quran. I've read the English uh, translations a few years already every Ramadan. But even now, like uh, reading like 10, um, 10 or so uh, ayahs per day, I still learn something new. And like, uh, when you, especially when you get really, really like, uh, learn something new and you, you really get touched by the Quran and I always thank Allah that I can read the Quran because it's it's really such a blessing to be able to read it yes so uh, because it took me so long to learn the Arabic language to try to read uh, possibly so uh, actually I, I I tried to to like uh, understand what was the drawbacks and what was the problem that I was having. So uh, after that, I, I wanted to, I'm, I'm actually uh, in the initial, initial stage of uh, working on an Arabic workbook. So in, hopefully this will be, uh, this will be hopeful, uh, helpful for the converts because I know how difficult and frustrating it can be. So I'm working on a workbook that might uh, be helpful. So uh, for this workbook, everything, I mean, all the instruction will be in English, but everything will be written from right to left. So that is to target the eye training because to read Arabic, our eyes need to be faster than our tongue. And if we do not train the eyes to read from right to left, we tend to get lost in the flow of the letters. And then as well, our recognition of letters will be tail first instead of the body. And then there will also be writing because it will help with memorization. If we write letters maybe 10 times in all its forms, alone, beginning, middle, and end form, we will remember better compared to if we only look at the letters. And then reading and writing, I believe, should always come together. That's how we learn in kindergarten and nursery, right? We read and write. Yeah, okay. yeah. Then at the same time, there will be tongue twister exercises, reading with similar sounding letters, uh, then cross-eye exercises, reading with similar looking letters. And then from my research, what I learned is, because like uh, like the older generation, I always see them reading the Quran. And sometimes even in like the MRT, they're reciting and the recitation and the reading is very good. So it's like, oh, this uncle, this auntie read very well. And then I asked around and then they told me because during their time, they write in Jawi. So it's, it's, it, Jawi is, is like a variation of the Arabic alphabet with, with some uh, additional letters. So uh, for this workbook, there will also be an essay at the end. You will write an essay with, uh, with Arabic letters, with, uh, with the Jawi additional letters. Then you can actually write English with, I mean, I don't expect uh, the, 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 the students to, um, what do you call this to write Arabic, but they will they will write in English but use Arabic and Jawi alphabet. So um, this workbook is something that I hopefully inshallah can cut the learning process and help the converts. Alhamdulillah. Uh, may Allah reward you for your strife, says Subhanallah. Uh, indeed, as you mentioned, there are resources for us to take advantage of learning the Quran, right? Uh, even Arakam itself, when you go for his classes, I'm sure you remember they will give you this uh, Ikrok Mukodam book to learn right. how to recite the Quran. So uh, there are plenty of ways to help. And as you mentioned, definitely in Arabic, when we're learning how to recite the Quran, we're not just learning like, you know, uh, how to how to read other alphabets from another language. We literally have to reverse the way that we, we read from right to left, 
to left to right, and and hence, uh, you know, it's it's truly a, a new experience for for most of us when we when we learn how to, uh, you know, recite the Quran in Arabic. So, um, definitely we try to make it easy for ourselves, right? So number one, how we make it easy for ourselves is is to recite consistently, even in small doses, because um, when we are we are when we are able to do it consistently, we are forming a habit. And we, we, it's hard to form a habit if we do something in a huge chunk, but we do it very rarely, right? That, that is putting right. a lot of hard work into, into just a short amount of time, right? But rather, we rather do it consistently so that we can form the habit of not just learning how to read from, from right side to left side, but also learning how to recognize the alphabets as well. So the second way that we can try to help ourselves is to use the available resources. And, you know, sometimes we might only have Quran class as a group once a week. But other than that, we are able to also read the workbooks and use the workbooks as uh, Sis Misha'an mentioned, you know, uh, watch some YouTube videos on how to recite the Quran, but always, always rely on our teachers for the primary way that we learn the Quran. Especially uh, the Quran, because the Quran is such an important and integral way for us yeah. in our practice. And we, we recite Surah Fatiha every single time we pray. So, um, you know, these are just some ways for us to make it easier to learn the Quran. But when they're going to get stuff, when you're going to get staff to, to learn the recitation of the Quran, a lot of challenges, always, always remember that, you know, when we are making dua, when we are putting our hands up to, to supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a way for us to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? In, in the Quran, say, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, so, um, so wh- whoever calls to me, let them know that I will respond, right? And then, he, um, but, you know, how, how then do we, uh, talk, talk to Allah right? because talking is a two-way conversation correct so we talk to Allah through uh, our du'as our supplications and Allah talks to us through the Quran right this the Quran are the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so indeed you know how we want to you know maintain a conversation you know from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ourselves right is that we read the Quran and we make supplications we listen to him and inshallah when we make supplications he will respond and that is the sweetness of learning and reciting the Quran. Sometimes we might not know what it means. But just the recitation of it penetrates our hearts and makes us feel certain emotions and peace. And even the Prophet Sallallahu even, even though he was the one that uh, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala reviewed the Quran to, he would sometimes ask his companions to, be, to recite the Quran to him. Because he does not just want to recite the Quran, he also wants to listen to the Quran. And when you're reciting, you're not, you're, it's very difficult for you to focus on listening when you're the one reciting. So indeed, you know, um, the fact of the matter is that the Quran is a very special thing to us Muslims. It's a way for us to have a conversation to, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's, that is why, you know, uh, it's very important for us to learn the Quran, especially in the month of Ramadan. So uh, thank you, Sis, for sharing some of your tips and you know, some of your motivations for learning the Quran. It's really inspiring to know that, you know, it's, it's not just that you're able to learn the Quran in six years, but after six years, you're still consistent in reading the Quran every day one page with the, with the okay. sisters. Right. Yes. Alhamdulillah. And, and indeed, it, you know, it's through a group of uh, Muslims who, you know, inspire each other every day that we're able, able to keep our acts of worship consistent. So moving on to, you know, just a few questions before we end the podcast, right? Um, I wanted to ask you, like, why do you think it's important for us Muslims or us converts to learn the recitation of the Quran? Well, exactly like you mentioned uh, just now, that uh, it is a way that Allah uh, talks to us. But uh, what I have uh, what I have noticed from uh, our converts, uh, from fellow converts is 
some of them are like uh, very scared to read the Quran. There's very scared to read the Quran and because they're afraid that they will misinterpret it. Okay, so uh, um, uh, I think one of the, the essentials for reading the Quran is sincerity. First, you have to ask Allah to, to give you proper understanding of the Quran. So like when I first read the Quran, I was uh, like, oh, why, why, why is it all praises and all that? Why is like uh, all self-praise and all that, right? So uh, after, uh, after reading the Quran a few times, and only then I realized that uh, actually all those praises is actually Allah's way of introducing himself. It's not that he's praising himself. It's just like matter of fact, I'm telling you I am this. And then also, uh, so that's the first thing is Allah's introduction to us because otherwise, how are we going to know about him, right? And then the second thing is it's a promise that I am this, I am Gafur Rahim, I am this, I am this. So it's his promise that he is all those things. And then the third thing is that he is giving us the conditions that if say, for example, if you repent, I am forgiving and merciful. So he, Allah is teaching us about himself and promising all the good things, uh, all his uh, good attributes to us and then giving us as well the conditions how to gain those things. Like if you want Allah to be forgiving and merciful to you, then repent, something like that. So I think uh, uh, learning, reading the Quran is very essential because it keeps us close to Allah. And then it lets us grow in our religion, gives us better understanding of our religion as well. Definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, that, that's so spot on, right? Uh, there are so many reasons why it is important to learn the recitation of the Quran. Uh, but, you know, the biggest reasons, one of the biggest reasons why we, we need to learn the recitation of the Quran is so that we can, you know, this is one of the steps to understanding who gave us the Quran. You know, this is one of the steps to, to understand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His beautiful names, right? And, and it, is, it is true, mainly the Quran in which we obtain we the scholars of our uh, our ummah they obtain the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is through the Quran where you know many many uh scientists of our of our ummah in the past they would actually you know have scientific breakthroughs when they study the Quran. So the Quran is really the source of many many types of knowledge and indeed you know since Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the source of all knowledge right the Quran itself really contains a lot of different types of knowledge that even to today we are not able to discover it yet. So, um, learning the Quran, right, number one, is of course a way for us to do our ibadah, right? Uh, reciting the Quran is an ibadah for us to do, which is very important. Uh, reciting Surah Al-Fatiha in the Salat is a rukun, which, is, which means it's obligatory, it's a condition for us to have a valid prayer, right? But also, um, seeking knowledge of our God, seeking knowledge of Allah. This, um, some scholars may say that to, to learn the essential attributes of Allah, it is for du'ain. It's obligatory for us all Muslims to learn the uh, essential knowledge about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by reciting the Quran, by understanding a little bit of Arabic, it really helps us a lot in our journey. So indeed, it's something important, especially coming to the month of Ramadan, right? Where it is the month of the Quran itself. You know, sometimes we might not understand the, uh, the meaning of the Quran. Sometimes we might recite a surah that we might not understand fully the meaning. But important is that we do not just read the translation of the Qur'an when we can recite it. You know, we, are, we accompany the understanding of the Qur'an with the, the recitation of the Qur'an to show our sincerity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For it is because of the Qur'an that we are able to, most of us are able to 
you know, uh, really connect to him. So indeed, it is important as well. So I think coming to the end of the podcast, right, I just like to ask, like, for our brothers and sisters who are learning how to learning to recite the Quran and perhaps they find some difficulties in reciting it, right? Um, do you have any advice you want you want to give to them? Advice would be to yes, like you mentioned just now, you have to be consistent because this is a skill that you are learning. So if you skip it every now and then, sometimes you like go back to zero. Like you're back to square one. But if you are consistent, then you will be moving forward. So I would suggest to the brothers and sisters, especially Ramadan is coming, uh, to try to read like, for instance, uh, five to 10 ayahs per day, which is uh, maybe at the most uh, 10 to 20 minutes of your time. So like uh, spare 20 minutes of your time for a lot to read the Quran and do it consistently. Because uh, consistency will make you move forward. Alhamdulillah, 100%. Um, sometimes we don't really see our progress, you know, over like maybe a week or maybe a month, right? But trust me, when you look back, you know, like from one Ramadan to the previous Ramadan, you realize that your progress in learning the Quran has increased leaps and bounds. It is because we, sometimes we don't see our immediate progress that we get depressed or get dejected you know in our journey of learning the quran right but we must remember with consistency we will always improve inshallah you know um and we might not see immediately but let's take one ramadan to the next how much have you improved in reading the quran if last ramadan you're only able to recite one verse and then you start making mistakes and this ramadan you can recite five verses and then you start making mistakes that is a big improvement but across the 365 days when we are looking at ourselves, we might not see the improvement uh, from day to day. And that might make us some, uh, sometimes feel a little bit, uh, you know, depressed. We feel a little bit disappointed in ourselves. And that's normal, right? But always remember that when it comes to the acts of worship that we offer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's never the result that, you know, that counts the most. It is the sincerity. It is the amount of strife that we want to give to Him, right? And... Who, who amongst us can say that we recite the Quran the best, right? As well as the Prophet ﷺ. Indeed, anyone who is on earth right now who is a Muslim can have ways to improve such that we can worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala better. The day that we think that our recitation of the Quran is there, that means that we have failed as Muslims because we don't understand, you know, that the perfect creator, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is deserving of only perfect acts of worship, which no one can offer him. So always remember that regardless of whichever stage we are at, you know, we, are, we always, always have room for improvement. So it's not just limited to those who are starting, but those who are also have been reciting for a period of time, we can also improve as well. So uh, Ramadan is really a good time to have that, that kind of checkpoint uh, to, to, to see if, you know, last Ramadan I've memorized from this part of the Quran to the, to the other part of the Quran, how many uh, chapters have I memorized and what about this Ramadan? You know, how many more chapters have I memorized from the previous Ramadan? So, uh, indeed, thank you so much for, for the advice. Uh, consistency is the way to uh, chip away at a mountain until it becomes, you know, uh, we, will always, we all know the story where someone, that the person who would, you know, every day try to dig the mountain and over 20 years, he managed to dig a tunnel through the mountain so that his village can pass. And that is really the power of consistency, indeed. So, alhamdulillah, it's, it's a pleasure to have you back, sis. Uh, it's always very nice to have that this kind of conversations with you. Um, yeah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you have a successful Ramadan. 
and keep you consistent in reciting the Quran all the way to the day that he decides to take us back to him. And we can put we can we, we can have the Quran as intercession for us on the day of judgment. And before that we can have the Quran as a protection against the trials and the 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 trials of the uh the, the grave, you know, where we are where we said that the trials of the grave will be so uh tormentful even before the day of judgment starts. So the Quran can be an intercession for us on the day of judgment. It can also be a you know protection against the trials of the grave as well. So at this point of time, um, we also like to make a dua for everyone out there. You know, coming into month of Ramadan, we pray that the Quran can be the spring of our hearts, the light of our chest, the removal of our sorrows, and the removal of our worries. Inshallah, Amin. And uh, thank you, sis, for coming up. Uh, once again, I think we'll end this podcast by reciting Tasbih Kafara and Surah to Asr. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu Allah ilaha illa anta astafiru gawa to be like Smilahir Rahmanirahim. Wala asal inna insana lafi hus illa lavina aman wa amilus soli hati watawasobil happy watawasobi sobr. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wa barakatuh.